Hey guys, here at Gaming and Chill, we pride ourselves on having good, clean sounding audio. However, this week is not one of those weeks. While saving, we lost Derek's, my audio, and uh, that caused a crash. However, we did have a backup, but it doesn't sound nearly as good. So, on behalf of all of us, I would like to apologize and thank you for continuing to listen. So, without further ado, I give you the episode. What's going on, everybody? It's Derek. It's Mish. It's Doug. And it's the Uncle Sam, and welcome to the Gaming and Chill Podcast. Number 87. Today on the show, we will be discussing what's been going on lately, why Fallout New Vegas is the best Fallout game, Fight Me, Left 4 Dead 3, and Jared Leto as Morbius the Living Vampire. But before we do all that, this episode is sponsored by Humble Bundle. We here at the Gaming and Chill Podcast would like to thank our affiliate Humble Bundle, where you can buy games, ebooks, and software for pennies on the dollar while supporting charities and the podcast at the same time. To learn more, visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click on our partner logo. This week's featured bundle is the DC Comics and Graphic Audio Bundle. Ever wondered what Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and the Green Lantern would sound like on an old-school radio show? minus the blatant old-time misogyny? Well, look no further. Comics and graphic audio narrate some of your favorite superhero adventures in crisp, clean audio with modern special effects. This bundle includes over 22 audiobooks for your enjoyment. For all of you looking for a replacement to the awful DC live-action movies, I would recommend giving it a look. Back to you, Derek. Yay, humble bumble. (laughs) (laughs) What's been going on, guys? How are you guys doing this week? Uh, it's been pretty crazy, right? Yeah, tired. <laughs> I I can only imagine Mish is extra tired. <laughs> so Mish, tell the audience what did you do this week? Yeah. So this week I took my uh, youth group to camp. I'm sorry. And <laughs> how many? Not only did it, I had two from my uh, church go, but um, I was placed in charge of about fourteen um, middle school going into high school boys. Oh no! And I, I already apologized to my mom, and I called her to apologize <laughs> when I was done, because I thought, you know, okay, so I thought there was a little bit more control over facilities, uh, especially at that age. There, I, I was horribly mistaken. Um, like mental I, facilities, or no, like, you know, a human body when it takes water in, it's got to put water back out. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, all over the trail, <laughs> yeah. So, normally, as compared to like you know, a uh, what, what people would call like a an AR or something like that, short control burst, whatever. No, they basically had blunder buses and it kind of <laughs> got all over the place, but it's okay. There was only a few culprits, we got it taken care of by the end of the week. But it was it was hot, there was a lot of storms, like five trees fell during the camp. Um, None of no one was in danger. If one of the trees would have fallen in either way that was perpendicular to it, uh, it would have hit a cabin. But it was all right. 
So yeah, close. Those kids were expendable anyway. <laughs> they were wearing red shirts that day. Actually, we were the orange cabin. The close red enough. cabin was the other direction. <laughs> close <laughs> enough. It Same falls course. within it. But yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the week. Um, we all joked about it. Our cabin was the oldest one on camp, and when you walked in, it just smelled musty um, because it was like, I don't want to say untreated plywood, but it was definitely that plywood smell when you walked in. You don't want to say so, it was untreated, but we all know it was untreated. Well, I mean, it's it's it was easy to live in, and I'm sure plenty of people would have loved to live in a place like it. Oh, yeah. Wait, um, which, which camp did you go to? It's in Schaefer. Uh, well, not Schaefer, Kentucky, because it doesn't exist. It's called Camp Schaefer. Oh, okay. It's over in, like, Hawesville. It's about 15 minutes southeast of Owensboro. Yeah. I was like, because if you went to the camp we worked at, there would have been casualties, I'm sure. Oh, there almost were. <laughs> um, we didn't have archery or anything with, like, firearms or whatever like that, but there were still almost casualties. Um, but we all made it through the week. It was fine. It was good. Met a lot of really cool young men who I know that uh, will have a successful life. Um, and hopefully, I mean, I gave them all the podcast, like, URL. So, if you're listening, shout out to Mildew Cabin, because that's what we <laughs> called ourselves. <laughs> that, that's what it ended up being. It was called Milton, but we all lovingly <laughs> named it Mildew and accepted that name. Well, I mean, you know, it's camping. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was fine. It was tiring. I had to wake up at 6.30 every morning, and so if anyone knows me, they know that's a completely against my, my person. Wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. I'm trying to feel sorry for you. Uh, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's against my religion, getting up there. I, I mean, I'm the dude who scheduled all of his classes the spring of his sophomore or sophomore year, yeah. Uh, to be 2.30 or later. That way I could roll out of bed at 1, get down to the cafeteria before they stop serving lunch, and then get to class. So. Let me tell you, uh, especially in school, uh, I remember my very first years, like, all my morning classes, and then as I went through school, they progressively got later and later. <laughs> See, I liked like, all mine early, because then I could screw around to the rest of the day. It was like, yeah. I got to get up whenever, or I got to get up early, go to class, and then I got to screw around. Yeah, the only reason why I feel, like, necessarily okay with sharing the fact that, I mean, boys can't aim very well is the fact that the director of the camp calls us out in front of every single person on the camp for that. <laughs> and, like, this is mixed company. This is boys and girls, and is I'm like... Is this the bathroom, or is this, like, out in the woods that he's This is the bathroom. Oh, okay. Like, I'll get it out in the woods. Who thing. cares? Yeah, who cares? I'm like, man, I mean, we used to write our name in the snow and, like... <laughs> Lemon flavored <laughs> snow. Yeah, exactly. You got, you got to make sure you save up enough to dot the I at the end. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can see calling people out like, guys, come on. Yeah, if it's an indoor bathroom, that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was a good week. I enjoyed it, even though I was super tired and didn't have any fire connectivity to anything. Um, it's definitely a character building experience for anyone because you realize exactly how quick you are to want to um, want to do things you can't take back. But it's an exercise in that because you have to be a role model for these younger boys. So I remember going to camp. Yeah. Or not going to camp, but working at camp. And uh... isn't that how you guys met Josh? 
Yeah, that yeah. is how we met Josh, and yeah. how we all discovered that we all didn't ever want to go back to camp, huh? Shout out to Josh. <laughs> <Woo. Yay. laughs> Old roommates. <laughs> I think, yeah, he was all of our roommates, because we all lived in the same cabin, and then you guys were roommates with him. <laughs> well, I wasn't really a roommate, but I did live with him for like two weeks. Counts. Oh, it counts. It counts. Cool. It's good. I mean, it looks like we came out of the same Play-Doh factory, so <laughs> uh, we're, we're, I'm good with that. Nice. What about you, Doug? What have you been up to? Uh, got my new glasses. Nice. How do you like them? Uh, I really like them. I love them. I can actually see now <gasps> without worrying that they're just going to like fall apart and be like, well, I'm doomed. Right. You got your bike this week, didn't you? I did. How, do you, how are you liking all... riding around? Uh, I had to adjust the bolts last night so that way the seat sat lower. I thought you already did so that. I'm... No, I needed a square bolt key, oh. but I used my multi-tool and just kind of, you know, probably stripped the screw. Fair and, enough. Uh, lowered the seat. Nice. So, yeah, I did that. haven't really gotten to uh, bike around on it because... I came home late last night, adjusted it, and I'm like, mm, I'm not going to go biking at like 11 o'clock at night. Especially in your side of the town. <laughs> yeah. And then I was had the best intentions of doing that this morning if I woke up early. I did not wake up early. Nice. And then, yeah, pretty much just hung out. Sounds nice. like a good idea. Mm-hmm. What about you, Derek? Uh, let's see. Uh, lots of streaming. Yeah. Always lots of streaming. And I've had really good streams this week with Pokemon Tournament. Thank you, Doug. Uh, suggested by Doug, by the way. Uh, was turned down for a job. Hey. Nice. <laughs> Shoutouts for failed job applications! <laughs> but that's okay. Um, what else? And not a whole lot else. Ordered Broler Blades. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, I think we're about to Okay, everyone, he- head back to our podcast, like, URL, our gamingandchillpodcast.com, and just go look at the photos of the employees. Hey, <laughs> hey, I have I lost mean, quite a bit of light. Wait, already. Regardless, yes, the only one who should think about putting on rollerblades is probably Sam, and no. even <laughs> that idea. That, Can we just no. discuss... Mish, you have a scooter. I have a bike. Derek has rollerblades. Hey, What's hey, Sam gonna I have, have a bike as well. <laughs> well, you know, I decided oh, that I was gonna go th- get like an off-road longboard and <laughs> you, get you mean a mountain board? <laughs> yeah, whatever those things are. <laughs> get it gas-powered. It's, it sounds like we're getting ready to form the coolest Pokemon gang ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, there wasn't there a '90s like Nickelodeon show about this? Rollerblader <laughs> Derek wants to battle. Rock, rocket power. Rocket power. power. That Game Boy game was the best game I think I've ever played. Mm, no, I say that with the least amount of best actually mean. The seven seven up dot game. But no, seriously, it sounds like we're getting ready to form a Pokemon gang. Biker Doug wants to battle. Scooter Boy Mish wants to battle. I couldn't think of Scooter whatever. Scooter man. I'm just gonna say my bike puts Doug's bike bike in the dirt with how cool my bike is. I have yeah. I have the never flat tires, so I can run over nails. Yeah, but I have the four inch tires. 
Oh, that's true. Mine are bigger. <laughs> hey, that's what it comes down to sometimes. <laughs> I have a little bell on the front of mine. <laughs> bring, 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 bring. I have a train horn. <laughs> I could just imagine, like, someone's like, I'm wild driving, doing that across the walking bridge, and someone hears this, bring, 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 bring. I was just like, oh, you know, some little kid. They're not moving. Bring, 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 bring. Get out of the way. <laughs> Move. You just get the scoop on the front that can push them off to the side. Or it's like the war rig from they Mad Max. Cow- <laughs> and uh, then I got my GoPro uh, mounted up to, well, the little mount for the GoPro on the bike. And yeah, nice. I can't yeah. get one on my helmet being as I know I whip my head around way too much. Do you wear a helmet? Yeah. <laughs> and then okay. I have one so really that way. smart can... thing to do, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I have the suction cup so I can actually put a GoPro on either on my dashboard of my car when I drive around, or I can put it to the side of the car for really low shots, which I don't think I would ever do. Well, you could, here's you could the get a thing, tether. Though. You could get a tether and, to make sure it doesn't fall off. Yeah. You yeah. could get a tether and a kite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, What's that but... thing falling from the sky? Black Is that a GoPro? Gosh, come on, guys! And it World catches star. the Boom. and it catches the moment it sails through their soft skull. <laughs> it's waterproof, so it doesn't matter. And then a random eagle comes and picks it up. <laughs> anyway, Sam, what have you been doing this week? Uh, this week was pretty crazy. I uh, wasn't here last week, of course, because I had to go get my tags renewed uh, in Georgia, Ooh. which was an absolute pain because they still do emissions testing, like something about, oh, we got to keep the environment. It's Georgia. <laughs> yeah, it's Georgia, but it's like, hey, you have to get your emissions test in order to renew your plates. It's like, oh, come on. So we had to drive all the way back down there with a five-month-old baby. Or five they got rather go to baby. camp. Yeah, well, the best part about it is we left work at six, like we left at six o'clock. Found the house we were or p.m. Okay, so we're like, oh, we're just gonna drive through um, the night, get to Atlanta, and then not have to do anything the next day. Well, it turns out there was a house we really wanted to take a look at. So before we left, we swung by this house. We couldn't get inside because we couldn't arrange a uh, viewing that quickly. That's quitter so, speak. Yeah, so we went through and we're like, okay, pick one up, Sam. So (laughs) nothing like saying, I'm interested in your house than a B and E. Bacon and eggs? Sweet. (laughs) But yeah, so we go to this place, we decide we're really interested in it, set up a meeting so our realtor and Allison's parents could take a look at it the next day. And then we leave and we leave Louisville about like seven thirty. And it's like, oh, it's gonna be really late when we get in. We get past Nashville, and the Tennessee Department of Transportation thinks it's a genius idea to close three out of four lanes of a highway only for the night. And we hit the traffic just as they were closing everything up. Turns out they were only paving one section of road, but they had to clear all three of them. We didn't end up actually getting to Atlanta until about 4 a.m. All right, Sam, I need you to not discriminate because you said the Tennessee Department of uh, Transportation. T-Diver. No, 
It's just dot. Yeah, it's any of it's any department <laughs> yep. of transportation. There was an old joke in Tennessee. What do you call three guys standing out there, heads propped up on the shovel? T dot. <laughs> Management. Management. But yeah, so we got that cool. Next day, got a phone call at like eight in the morning giving us an update of what this house looked like, and uh turns out there wasn't anything wrong with it, so we made an offer on it and they accepted it. So that's been big. Big news hey, this week. So. Really nice. buried the lead there. Yeah. Let me tell you about my rollerblades. Um, <laughs> Let me tell you about my rollerblades. But yeah, so we're going through and we're excited about that. Potentially having the, a office room as well as a uh, kind of a garage for us to have a studio. That's what it knows. Hey. If everything goes through. And a possible awesome. another bedroom for Micah. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but Did you not hear about the backyard? <laughs> Hey, what? don't you were just camping. You were just camping. Get in. <laughs> he has the Oh no, he left the uh, the hammock with the, the, the snappers. But Trust yeah, me, I don't need a hammock. <laughs> so we went through, and while we were down in Atlanta, we also went to a Braves game. Braves won, so go Braves! And that's pretty much been my entire week. Um, other than that, no, nothing too much. I would like and to point out that might have actually been the first time anyone on the podcast has ever talked about sports <laughs> and Take know who won. Take it back, Sam. Take it back. No. I'm hometown hero. <laughs> 87 episodes and I don't think we've ever had someone legitimately go, and then I went and seen this sports team and I know who won. Yeah. I ruined a tradition. Sorry, guys. We almost made it to a dishonor on your family, dishonor on your cow. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much been my week, man. Nice. You really buried yeah. the lead on that one. <laughs> I, I really feel bad that you were the one who went last, but I'm kind of glad because it kind of gave everyone something like, "Hey, that's cool." And it's like, "And about a house." But did you hear <laughs> about my rollerblades? No. <laughs> did you hear about Derek's rollerblades? That—that that was something that I really was like. Not expecting. Second, like, I bought rollerblade. What? <laughs> then I bought an industrial pogo stick. <laughs> and then I bought Dermested Beetles. <laughs> to be fair, they're only fifty dollars on Amazon. Weren't we going to order like an ant farm? Yeah. Well, I feel like we want. We are going to order an ant farm, bonsai trees, kilts. I mean, we're just we have a weird Amazon list now. Yeah. Unfortunately, our our supervisor every time we ask her something she just looks at us it's like are you guys just idiots it's like you should know the answer to that question yes <laughs> yes yeah, yeah is, doug's employee of the week last week so that's kind of cool that was scary opening up that email <laughs> it's like i'm sitting there with um my future brother-in-law who's now working with us and training with them and I hear this Ding! that's my email open it up click into it oh my lord what why? Yeah, Doug and I's new pictures for our ID badges <laughs> looks like legit mugshots. It looks like I killed somebody and I actually framed Doug for doing Yeah, it. but I got brought in for questioning. <laughs> <laughs> it almost looks like my passport. One day I'll upload that picture once it explains. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sam's looks like a murderer and I look like homeless Rasputin. <laughs> in defense... It's a pretty accurate picture. <laughs> nice. It's what it's been almost a year. Well, September will make a year of not shaving. Nice. 
Wow. Yeah, get on my level, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anything else, gentlemen? Before we uh, go on to the, our time main topics? So, I have a question. Yes. Why do you order rollerblades? <laughs> okay, it's, okay. It is part of my master plan. Uh, with rollerblades, oh, I get... Oh, goodness. What? What, my master plan? Part of plan? my master plan. You've gone too far. <laughs> I bet you Sam you can need probably to be guess stopped. it. You absolute madman. <laughs> I bet you Sam can guess it. And I bet you you could. Might, Doug. Uh, it is to basically teach myself to balance on the, uh, the uh, wheels. And to teach myself to push off using the angles of my feet so that I can eventually, one day, learn to ice skate. I knew that that was somewhere in there. <laughs> Even though I wasn't the one who you said would know something about it because you had no faith in me knowing it, I figured it was to learn how to ice skate. Yay. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know you may have taken Yuri on ice too far. Hey, now. Hey. <laughs> this is a... what dreams are made of, Sam. <laughs> Do not, do not crap on my dreams. <laughs> I will be a figure skater. Um, <laughs> I already do that enough myself. Okay, okay, I just want to make this funny mental image for you all. Imagine oh, one man. day that I eventually become good on ice skates, and I eventually do learn how to do all those things, and become an ice skater. And it's like, what did you used to do? Uh, I used to be a desk jockey before I even taught myself. <laughs> Like I didn't even do anything. I was not a child star. I was we a forgot to mention man. Our, we forgot it, to mention okay. our special guest. Yeah. Pod well, no, that cat. wasn't Podcat. That was my cat. No, Streamcat. No, that was Streamcat. <laughs> if, Derek, if you ever get to a competition, I will make a deal with you right now that I will go through and record myself singing the the national anthem for the Soviet Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Just for and you. That's coming from <laughs> Uncle Sam. <laughs> Sounds like a thing a synth would say. <laughs> no, here's the thing. If he gets into the national championships, we can't pay to use the song that he need. Like, we can't get that copyright that we need to be able to have him perform with it. So we'd have to do a cover of whatever song it ends up being. With, like, kazoos and, like, recorders. Kazoo, <laughs> melodica, recorder, Vanova. My question is, is that technically... It's is it really actually copywritten if it's from a different country? Well, I think because it would be in a performance piece like that, you would let the uh, competition know, and they would actually be the one to be able to license it. Ooh, good point. Good call. How do you know we that? Get any song, whatever. You could you could do that to uh, Never Gonna Give You Up. Yeah. Or something from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Anyway, let's move on. You said something about synths, Doug. Yes. I really wish that was a smoother transition. However, uh, Fallout New Vegas got a dose of tabletop storytelling. Yes. So, uh, Sam, I know you're a huge Fallout fan. Why don't you uh, why don't you t lead us on this one a little bit? Yeah, so basically this article that we're going to go over um, through IGN is talking about how Vegas really was the Uber Fallout game. Or New Vegas was the Uber Fallout game. And I happen to agree with this. I think we were actually talking about this on my stream the other day as I was going through Fallout 3, is that Vegas, as far as the storyline goes, was more open-ended, which they basically explain kind of how they utilized um, classic tabletop games in order to design the missions, the campaign, um, as well as just the, 
feeling and environment of New Vegas itself um, with Obsidian Entertainment, of course, because Obsidian took lead whenever uh, New Vegas was air was actually released. Uh, Bethesda had a major part, but it was really Obsidian that had more to do with the story and campaign. I can see it. Uh, I mean, thinking about the multiple different factions you can join, I feel like that's yeah. very quintessentially like Dungeons and Dragons. What yeah, I really see. enjoyed from this article is them discussing that they assumed that once you talk to a character, you kill that character. Basically. And so that was really cool because that is a true tabletop thing of like, oh, hey, I want to immediately do the thing. Um... The, the thing that comes to mind was uh, a while back ago, and I mean like a while back ago, like a while back ago, um, I was playing D&D with my fiance and a couple friends, and we were, you know, I was telling the story, and they are in a cart going to the city, and my fiance just decided to uh, Spartan kick someone out of a cart. No, no real reason. Uh, the frustrating thing for a DM, a hilarious thing, like hilarity ensued. And it was hilarious. <laughs> but I was just like, why would you do that? Like, why? But that makes sense. How, that's how they design New Vegas. Because, like, they give you energy weapons and, like, all these kind of cool toys that are just like, now, don't shoot anyone who doesn't deserve it. Guess what? Everyone deserves it in Fallout. And that's what a quick save is for. Exactly. <laughs> yep. See, the difference between New Vegas and Fallout 3 and 4 really has to be when you're playing through it you you can't accidentally like finish the game um <laughs> like oh hey i remember when i was playing fallout 3 the first time through i was so excited never really played a bethesda game and i just kept doing the main missions and i finished the game and the storyline in less than a day and i was like what that's, it's that's like, the... that was it? Sitting there, it's like, that was Fallout. New Vegas, it is nothing like that. Where it's like, you know, Fallout 3, you have to go find your dad. New Vegas, you wake up as some dude with no, like, no background except for, hey, you used to carry packages for people. And you were shot for the head and don't really remember anything. And you get to choose, hey, who am I going to go with? Am I going to go with the um, kind of elitist legion or am i going to go with the semi-corrupt or completely corrupt ncr or am i going to be a complete anarchist and just burn both groups down and i think that speaks to the difference between like obsidian and bethesda bethesda games are you know shallow as a teaspoon but wide as the ocean whereas like fallout new vegas was so deep but its scope was a little bit smaller because like the geographical area yeah and just the kind of there's like three or four factions, and there's like a handful of people in the world, because they assume you're going to kill everyone. So let's not make everything hinge on three, four characters. Let's give them all something to do, but assume you kill them afterwards. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and even for people who decide that they don't want to go with "I'm going to kill everybody," the reason why I like the way it works is that. No matter which faction you choose, you still can find other factions. For example, like the Great Cons, the old biker gang that doesn't have bikes anymore, which is kind of funny. 
but they go through and no matter which group you play with you can actually become friends with them you can do all their quests and then you can kill them all if you want to and it doesn't affect anything else um throughout the rest of the game you go through and you re meet another group and you get to choose how you relate with them like you can go through and do their mission and it's like great you can become the best friends leave them alone and there's really nothing that you're missing by not doing one thing or the other yeah i mean i see that and then i'm like i look at like fallout 4 and there's like no choice i feel like i don't think you get the join you don't i don't think you get the option to join the the uh, sense the uh foundation or whatever it's called oh you do you don't have the option you have the option to join brotherhood of steel mm-hmm. i think that's it you have the option to join the brotherhood of steel um or to be like hands off and be the Minutemen, or you can be um, part of the railroad, and then if at the very end you can choose to become part of like the institute kind of deal. But the thing about it is, it's really weird because you become a member of a faction, and then it's just like, oh, I can still shoot down all the members of my faction, and I can still do this. Like, oh, I got all the goods or the stuff from being a member of this faction. Well, guess it's time to kill everybody now. <laughs> Well, and one thing I liked about New Vegas that they did, that they put, talk about in this article that we have, is the fact that you can disappoint people both in real life and in the game. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they talk about the sharecropper uh, farm and the, the quest, you accept a quest, and uh, oh, it's about the this water, this happened and then he, he loses the plot of land, thanks for nothing, and it's it's like, oh hey, I accepted that quest like at the very beginning of the game, and this dude was still waiting for me to tell me he was disappointed with me. I think that's just an absolute wonderful thing because then, hey, uh, look at that. Um, I disappoint people in both fictional and reality, so mission accomplished. See? That's one of my favorite missions of all time, actually, um, because there's a secondary part of that mission where you go to the vault to try and figure out where the water is going. And it turns out that, like, there are people trapped in the bottom of the vault, and depending on where you divert the water to, um, it will, like, either save them or it will kill them and save the crops. Well, I went through and I'm like, ah, you know what, I'll go ahead and save people. You never, like, go through and it says, hey, you did this or you did that. Only, like, I want to say maybe two days of game time later you go to like the refugee camp and there's a, a couple of people wearing a vault uniform saying hey thank you so much for ch er, for saving us like, wait what it's like who are you people You're randomly throughout the game it's, it's not like, the, it's not that readily apparent like quest activity reward quest activity mm -hmm. reward i feel like that's with fallout it was like with fallout 4 it was like here's a quest Here's an action. Here's your reward immediately, and then it was like, and that's it. Also, I would like to say the expansion material for New Vegas was so much better than Fallout Three and Fall. Well, I don't know. I like Fallout Four's new because it yeah, it's like Disneyland and Coca Cola. Yeah, it pokes fun at Coke and Disneyland at the same time, which is now. I liked the idea that it was a different environment, like. New Vegas, it was like, hey, there's just pretty much just a desert. Oh, yeah. 
Whereas in three and four, it was pretty much like it's kind of a mountainous esque city landscape. There's not really like a different range of terrain. So it just felt like the exact same color across the entire map. Oh, yeah. and that's, I mean, diverting just a little bit, that's why I'm excited about Fallout 76. Yeah, that's where I was going like to go with it. Color. <clears throat> the thing about Fallout 76 is from the trailer, if this is actual gameplay, what I'm really hoping is that they didn't just, like, do this for the cinematic effect. Because I know when I run it on my computer, since I don't have the latest 1080 graphics card, that it's... Or, the 1080 Ti, it's not going to look just like they displayed it on the exhibit. But at the same time, the colors they had in that particular like display, as well as the weather, is what I'm really excited about. It's yeah. like Fallout 4, they had those like radiation storms. It's like, yeah, big deal. Like, oh, okay, cool. I'm getting radiated while I'm sitting out here. Great. That's cool. fantastic. Pop some red away and, you know. Yeah, keep going, or just put on my environmental suit. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I like when games, they take the RPG approach. Because wasn't there several other games, Doug, that pretty much were designed using, like, GURPS or a tabletop sort oh, of thing? Oblivion was just D&D, basically. Like, I mean, it was more of a system that, oh, it was closer to the gumshoe system, I should say, rather. You used a skill, you got better at the skill. If you did not use the skill, you didn't improve in it. So you'd end up for like the first five hours playing the game, just like tapping A to jump over and over, and you could like ramp your athletics before you even left the starting area. And that kind of made it cool, because that kind of influenced how you would play. The the more more of a stealthy archer you were, the better of a stealthy archer you became. I'm as opposed be to like, totally you know, honest with you i didn't realize that's how i leveled up my athleticism because i only played the game for like 10 hours when i got it because i got it years after it came out i was like these graphics suck but it's like your athleticism they went up by a level how in the world yep same thing with like swimming and like running or like so, acrobatics you have to throw yourself off a cliff so yeah pretty much and it was one of those i really like that level styling instead of like skyrims as much as i love skyrim and I think you guys know how much I love Skyrim. I liked Oblivion's leveling system because it wasn't just, I can sit here and forge iron daggers up until my smithing's level 100, but then I can put the points in something else. Yeah. It was like, okay, I can actively just, you know, go do what I want to do, and it gets better. I understand completely. Now, wasn't Mass Effect another one of those games that was kind of more on the tabletop the bioware like um knights of the old republic one and two mass effect the first one more so yeah and the other two they had like the rpg mechanics of not necessarily that if you use it you get better at it but they had these skill trees and talent trees that the more you decide to invest in something the more powerful you're going to get as opposed to the modern like here's like uh far cry primal Here's three trees. If the more you get into another one, the less you can invest in anything else. In mm -hmm. like Mass Effect, you could always go back and kind of retool your character. I like that. I Which, don't like being stuck in one build, basically. 
I mean, especially like Skyrim. I remember playing Skyrim and be like, you know, I'm gonna do this, and then I end up becoming a you know sneaky archer. Every gameplay turns into a sneaky archer for me because it's so easy to pick up a bow and just like. I'm not gonna play Destiny with you. Why is that? <laughs> no, the sneaky archer. <laughs> nice. See, the thing I, going back to the Fallout New Vegas that I really liked about it though is that you could start that game over and play it a million different ways. Oh yeah. No yeah. matter what, it's like, oh man, you know, I'm really tired of this high charisma, like good or full luck guy winning everything at the casino. I really want to make somebody who's more of like a gunslinger kind of thing. You restart it, you can just skip over the campaign, go right to the strip and get started. And pretty much. That's one of the things that I enjoyed the most about this game. And if you wanted to take things seriously or not seriously, you could always engage the uh, the wacky wasteland perk, which was awesome. Oh, I or, love plus, that. wasn't there a uh, hardcore mode that you can turn on where you have to sleep yes. in a bed every once in a while. You have to drink water and food. Yes, they have that for New Vegas and for Fallout 4. And it is the most frustrating that I have ever done in my life. It's like, yeah, oh crud, Deathclaw just showed up out of nowhere. I have to run and find a bed, but I can't sleep until it's dead. Uh... Yeah, it's kind of the same thing with Skyrim and its Frostfire mod. Like, I would like to consider myself fairly decent at Skyrim. I found Blackreach... And I found a lot of the stuff in Blackreach, so I mean, I feel like I'm decent at Skyrim. Turn on Frostfire, it's like, good lord, I'm like a child again. Like, I don't know how to construct a fire and survive, it's just, I die every five minutes. What's going on? But I like that level of difficulty that you can turn on at the beginning, and it's an ability that you can just kind of play the game through and see how it works. If that makes sense. No, absolutely, it makes sense. Uh, anything else about Fallout? I just like disappointing a lot of different people, so that's a good thing. <laughs> See, I'm just excited to finish up with Fallout 3 so we can get move on to New Vegas. I'm guessing that I'm going to have the same vote of having a stupid character. Oh, it's basically going to be the same character. You yeah. completed three, got shot in the head, and started blo- started up. <laughs> like, got transported to the Mojave <laughs> Desert. So basically, any intelligence learned, he's basically going to yeah, yeah. gone. Pretty I, much. I, I have the theory. I have the idea for your stream. Take it in here and use it. End it at Mothership Zeta. Like you finish Mothership Zeta, and they beam you down. But they beam you down in Vegas. Nice. <laughs> and, yeah. I think I can do that. Okay. Right. Anyway, let's moving on to the next topic. Left 4 Dead 3. Left 4 Dead I creators say- working on unannounced title in a globally known franchise. And that's what we call clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, my friends, is cannibalism. That's frowned upon in most places. Exactly. Okay. So, anybody who's really kept an eye out for Left 4 Dead stuff knows that Turtle Rock Studios. Ah, yes. Turtle Rock Studios. Totally know about them. Go on. Well, (laughs) they made... They they did a lot of the Left 4 Dead stuff. Oh, of course they did. Then they went on to work on Evolve. And that failed miserably. And... So, they said... Hey, we're working on a globally known franchise. There's, they've been, they do some stuff. Still dabble with Left 4 Dead. Still, 
I hope they make Left 4 Dead 3. Because... I kind of want to see Left 4 Dead 3 and, um... What's the... Half-Life 3 to kind of be... Related. I was say Half-Life plot, 3 confirmed. Plot twist, Half-Life 3. <laughs> no, they'll never release Half-Life 3. <laughs> plot, er, plot twist, Half-Life 3. <laughs> no, because it makes sense because they're all kind of in the same like world uh half-life portal and left 4 dead aren't they yeah that's so the it'd be really is. interesting that that's half-life 3 and left 4 dead 3 kind of can intersect where no i don't we kind of get a mention <laughs> I, not like intersect but just like we get mention of a gordon freeman who's working on the cure for the what is it that Purple Flu or whatever it was in Left 4 Dead. I don't, know. I don't remember what it was called. I have Left 4 Dead. I should play it again. Um, I really like the Left 4 Dead series. But Left 4 Dead 2, it just ended, and it was like, okay. But now, uh, let me tell you. there is two games that have taken its place. Warhammer. Fortnite? No. God, no. <laughs> Warhammer, <laughs> Vermintide, and Vermintide 2. Hmm. I own Vermintide, and it is basically Left 4 Dead, down to mm -hmm. the enemies, the special enemies' abilities. It's yep. pretty much exactly Left 4 Dead. But, like, Renaissance. Yeah. It's really, really good. I want to pick up Left 4 Dead, not Left 4 Dead 2, uh, Vermintide 2, because it's just really kind of cool. Um, there's also... A Warhammer 40k one. I think it was uh, Deathwing Martyrs or something. Yes, I was actually about to say that. That looks really fun. And it looks like it's basically Left 4 Dead with Ultramarines. But how can or we involve Slanesh? Always involve Slanesh. Always Slanesh is involved. Um. <laughs> yeah, all, always Slanesh is involved. <laughs> Wait. Sandwiches. <laughs> Mish, do you not know Warhammer 40k? No. Oh, okay. You need to go to r slash Grimdank. So, I'm not gonna go to. I am not gonna go to any Reddit. Any any mildew cabin members who may have heard that don't go there. <laughs> don't go to Reddit. But anyways, <laughs> I I never really got into Left 4 Dead because I never had people to play it with, and it was always one of those games that if you're playing with people, it was so much more fun. Yeah, I played online with randoms. It was great. I got well, good for you for having internet. I got oh, assigned okay. into a random team one time. They're like Sam because I'm like they're looking at like they looked at my last name. I think I went to high school with you. It's like probably not. <laughs> probably not disconnected. So disconnected. <laughs> Sorry, my dad is calling me to go eat this bear in our Russian wilderness that I don't live in America with. I gotta go get the jumper cables. <laughs> so I, if they are, I'm looking forward to it. Like, they're. Let, okay, this let me studio tell you has kind of been screwed over with Evolve. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me tell you something real fast. Left 4 Dead is the only game to make me super anxious because it's not like a game where you can just like, oh, there's ten zombies in this world. Let me no, just go ahead no, and kill no, them all. It's no. like, no, no, no. Here's the here's the AI director, and oh, hey. You're not using a lot of ammo. Yeah, you'll get even less ammo. Well, not my, using health packs. No health packs at all. My favorite oh, thing about it health packs, is no health packs. The complete random generation of every single time you play through it. So you're like, oh yeah, don't worry. I'm gonna go through and I'm going to just do it this way. I remember there used to be a like a witch around this corner. 
and you go around the corner and the witch isn't there and you're like wait a minute what and then you turn around and instead there's like a brute and you're like crap <laughs> what just happened here yes and then they changed it in left for dead 2 and i believe it was the hard rain map where the witch could walk around yes that that doesn't that doesn't bode well you've startled the witch well time for me to disconnect <laughs> the, the best thing to come out of left for dead is the coach character model yeah pills <laughs> pills here Keyland. duck shoes yes I love the duck shoes video. Okay, so the second best thing is the fact that you can use that character in Source Filmmaker, because <laughs> Source Filmmaker is is one of those things that I'm not sure if we should be proud of or not. We should. We should but always I can, be proud I, of. I can never decide whether or not I should be ashamed that this is what the humans are creating, or B, this is what we're creating. This is why we're awesome. I'd like, to point out that, I'd like to point out you semantics. You said, and this is what the humans have created? Well, yeah, because you know that's the that's first exactly thing that aliens are going to encounter. Who would say it? <laughs> I'm... Either way, like... Turtle Rock Studio, they've only made FPS games. Except for one game. Ah, uh, so, yes, I remember that game. It was like a mobile game. Yeah, so, I know. Like, you don't have to tell me. Totally <laughs> not. So, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Like... For what it was, Evolve was really good. Like, the idea that four people are going up against one enemy and one enemy alone, and that enemy continuously got better, I like that idea. That's not what killed the game. What killed it's the like, game yeah. was their their screwy DLC special edition, mostly special edition stuff. Like, if you order this special edition, you get this. But if you order this special edition, you get this. And it's like... That's what killed the game. Wasn't it like that, and then also the game Prey came out at the same time? And no, mm -hmm. they oh. Prey and Evolve did not come out at the same time. They did not come out at the same time. Not okay. nearly, yeah, Sam. Not to, nearly. I was trying to remember what that game. I haven't played either of them, so I was trying to figure out <laughs> what the the difference between both of them was. Um, Evolve basically it's like going up against uh, four people, four hunters going up against a giant kaiju on foot and they each oh, had their nice. different uh, plan, their uh, skill and the monster could like they would attack the hunters and continuously get like DNA points and continuously upgrade oh nice yeah so it was so kind of like the old game type predator in Halo 2 did you guys ever play that online yes well not online but I know of it nice so I, I'm excited to see where they go. I really want a Left 4 Dead 3, but I want to see where they innovate that. Because like if they just just shoot out another game and it's like, it's Left 4 Dead 3, what did you add? Eh, not a whole lot. I think it can look a lot better. So, I, I have more strong feelings about Left 4 Dead than I... I have a feeling than all of you here. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Well... I do like Left 4 Dead, like the original one, how they lit like a movie every time you went through and played the game. It was fantastic. It's like in loving memory of, and if your character didn't make it to the drop zone, it's like, oh, hey, look, it's that character. Exactly. I like, like that. The, the wall of shame at the very end, because you could totally go through and jump on the, the escape transport and leave all your friends behind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I hope they do something else, but we'll see where they go. Alright, last but not least, Doug, I feel like you might be able to fill us in a little bit more. Well, I mean, I can't really open up the link because I'm afraid my computer will crash. But uh, I'll read it. Basically, Jared Leto has been uh, either confirmed or rumored to be playing Morbius, the living vampire. He confirmed in a... it. Okay, confirmed. Yeah. Uh, a Spider-Man spinoff film. Does... Which... I was going to say, does that fit? It does, and I'm kind of glad they're kind of introducing more monsters and magic to the DC... Well, not DC, MCU. In that we are now getting to the point where we have magic with Doctor Strange, and we're kind of getting a living vampire, which really opens up a lot of the uh, darker characters, like... Uh, Blade? Keep yeah, Blade is one of them. Blade would be a perfect character to add to the MCU, as long as it's Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like by going and saying, we're going to take more bizarre characters, we are going to introduce more to the MCU and give ourselves another Loki. Morbius isn't a bad guy, per se, but he's not a good guy. So, I feel like if we give ourselves more villains that aren't, you know, look at me, I'm going to, you know, wring my hands evil, but just like, okay, that's, that I see their point, like Thanos. Thanos, I feel like, was one of those villains that you expected him to be the, you know, hand-wringing, evil, laughing villain, but then you're like, hold on, he has some points, okay, okay, I'm with him up until uh, a certain event. Then he kind of becomes a jerk, but I mean, he has a point, He's just now a jerk with a point. Yeah, I get you. Whereas, like, people like, uh, and the MCU's been getting better about this, people like Obadiah Stane from Iron Man 1, which is like, okay, you're just a jerk to be a jerk. It took me a second to remember who Obadiah Stane was. Yep. See, As opposed to someone like Killmonger from Black Panther. See, the thing about this one is that Jared Leto, it's like, wait... Didn't he just finish playing the Joker in the DC <laughs> the spin-off the er, garbage fire that was uh Oh Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad, yeah. You mean the uh award winning Suicide Squad? Oscar yeah. winning, correct yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dumpster fire, okay, anyway. <laughs> Listen, like, okay. The Joker was an entirely unnecessary character in that yeah, entire movie. Basically. I don't know. See, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing about it, though, is that it's like, okay, it's Jared Leto. I, I'm not a huge fan of Leto. Like, he does a decent job in what he does, but his whole, like, acting approach. Is his really, hot topic allure. Yeah, it's really that. But also, this just reminded me of the Venom movie coming out. So they did that along with this particular as well so this is just kind of like a spin-off movie where it introduces his character kind of like the venom movie. is that correct uh i think the venom movie is not in the mcu really oh, so I've... just keep it separate mm -hmm. whereas i think morbius is going to be part of the mcu am i correct on that Derek? i believe so yes well, i think so but for me it's kind of interesting to take it this way because if you introduce a villain this way and then later on have them fight against, for example, Spider-Man. 
that movie will mean so much more because it's like I know the background of this guy. And it's like I kind of understand where they're coming from, just like we were talking about with Thanos and there in the newest Infinity Wars. It's like, hey, I get where he's coming from. I don't agree with him, but it's like, you know, you have a point, but I think that you're wrong. And you kind of get a more feel for the characters instead of, oh, hey, guess what? This dead dude just showed up out of nowhere. Like, oh. And I think by making him the hero of his own story, fighting off another hero of their own story, it kind of lets you get more of the Captain America Civil War feeling where you're just like, I understand where Tony's coming from, but I un- oh, I understand where Captain America's coming from. I don't... It makes you, the viewer, have to kind of pick a side. Well, oh. and it's, it's, it's one of those things, there's two sides to every conflict. And once you see both sides, then it's hard to pick a side. I, I just... There's only, like, two things I have to say about this one. Um, number one, I think they did well casting, like, a typecasting, because everyone expects every comic book character to look like the comic books. And I think he definitely has a facial structure to support it. Um, now, the other thing, if it wasn't going to be him, they needed to get the actor who played It, the clown in It. Oh, um, uh, Skarsgård. Yeah, so I think either of those two would have been a good choice, just for, um, like, the image of the person. <laughs> Tim Curry. Um, no. You mean be quiet. <laughs> only if so, only if Morbius can be wearing a dress, like well, that, the thing is that yeah. So I agree with you with uh, Venom. Um, Venom is kind of one of those like he can do good things, but also he does what he wants to. Um, and with with this anti-hero type thing that they're setting up, it gives him a lot more things to do down the road. Like yeah, you can set him up as an anti-hero. Um, and then later down the road, he becomes like a pivotal role in something with the heroes, but then he can also be used on the evil side and do all that stuff. So it's a very versatile role that they can put him into. Um, but I mean, it, it, I, I watched, uh, the no earlier and they did a whole thing on this as well. And, um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I don't know anything about um anything about morbius or whatever but i do know that spider-man needs to stop having doctor people around him <laughs> because they always go bad stop <laughs> oh i kind of like the doctor motif like hey it it's one of those like they can be bad guys they're, okay they're, they're... he can have he can have doctor friends but they can't have the same initials for the names yeah, oh, Michael Morbius, yeah. <laughs> Otto Oct- Octavius or whatever the Doc Ock was. <laughs> the Green Goblin. Well, Peter Parker, <laughs> Bruce Banner, you know, Peter yeah, Parker. It's, it, it's, it's obviously a thing, but... Alliteration is just fun. If only that slight, like, okay, Deadpool. Deadpool would obviously point this out. If he just had a conversation with Spider-Man, he'd be like, so all these guys who had the same initials and just happened to be doctors were ended up being bad guys? Hmm. Wade Wilson, um, <laughs> and then I, I have a strong feeling he, he just looks. Oh my god, I do it! I did it myself. <laughs> so he, I can see him just like do a you know spike at the camera, office style, and just like take that gem. <laughs> I like it. Anything else, gentlemen? I think that's all I had to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of information. It's kind of like um Jake the Gyllenhaal. 
joining uh, as Mysterio, which kind of is interesting that Morbius is kind of a bad guy. Mysterio is a bad guy. Maybe we're going to get start getting more Spider-Man mythos and lore in the series. I like the it. The other I thing so. is, what happens when Marvel releases their version of Suicide Squad and, like, blows DC out of the water? Is that, like, the ultimate insult? Well, Marvel would never introduce their own Suicide Squad because the Suicide Squad well, is I DC. Know, well, well here's Suicide here's... Squad, but I'm saying, like, oh, oh, oh. super villains kind of thing. Like, oh, hey, cool. The Here, here's the thing. DC has already been yelled at for trying to do what Marvel's been doing. And so if Marvel, it'll go the same way with Marvel because people will be like, no, we got on DC for this. You guys aren't cool for doing it either. And no, but Marvel two, straight prints money, dude. Yeah, right. Number two, they're going to get a lot and a lot of ridicule for bringing out this Captain Marvel movie. It hasn't been announced yet, but that last scene after the Infinity War, mm-hmm. that was a that was Captain Marvel. That was introducing Captain Captain Marvel yeah. to oh, everything. Yeah. And so they're going to get a lot of flack because they're oh no, that's Superman. You guys just copied Superman. So in the same way, if they did a Suicide Squad type thing, they're just going to get yelled at. And I think at that's coming point, for Marvel's the, Captain the, Marvel. The funny part about this, though, is that Marvel and DC have been yeah. Have they they not? <laughs> to be fair, uh, let me let me share some, share some knowledge with you. And then DC, <clears throat> Shazam, his official name is Mr. Marvel. <laughs> nice. So I mean, I don't think Marvel's ever going to get accused of copying DC because it's like copying your own work. Oh, here's 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 how I, I think I want to end on this because I think this is actually precisely well, what's going to happen. Man, I can't believe Marvel is copying DC. DC did Suicide Squad. Now they're doing doing Suicide Squad. Yeah, I'll take two adult tickets to the twelve thirty DC Marvel's. Uh, I don't know. Suicide Squad villains. The villains. I don't know. That's yeah, exactly how it'll be. Like a fancy name for. I, I couldn't think of it at the time. Take that, bad guys. <laughs> I I think there is one more valuable thing to add to this podcast. I bought, and, a, I bought rollerblades? No, <laughs> not quite. Um, we should recap on one thing that I saw yesterday. Um, we should recap on the fact that when Disney buys Fox, they have been told they have to sell all of the sports channels. <gasps> yes! Yes! So we don't have to worry about sports being introduced into the Marvel Universe. Peyton Manning <laughs> throws a ball to Spider-Man. <laughs> what? Go long, Peter! It, it would be like that indoor football, like the prison rules football, but it'd just be superheroes. The Blood Dome. <laughs> nice. I like it. It'd be like the ultimate showdown. <clears throat> oh my god, we're getting closer to it! <laughs> Alright, gentlemen, anything else? I think I'm good. We're, I think uh, I'm good. Yep. I'm good. Alright then, everybody, we will see you uh, on the next episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast. So until then, I hope you have a good one. Thanks for stopping by. Did you know we've updated our privacy policy? Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at, at gaming underscore in underscore chill. 
Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time. Bye.